Welcome, everybody, to Fergar and the Freak. My name is the Glorious League Freak. This is episode 157, and we have a very special guest today. We have clinical psychologist Annie Clark to join us to talk about how to best cope with the social isolation we're dealing with. So thanks for joining us, Annie. You're very welcome. Hello to all the listeners out there who are socially isolating. Yeah, exactly. Well, like there's different levels. I don't know how socially isolating yourself you're doing it but i am like in the bunker i haven't left the house for really yeah i've gone full on i've gone like full isolation yeah yeah i was ready for this i was kind of waiting for some sort of world event to just give me an excuse to (laughs) just you're one of those doomsday preppers pretty much yeah yeah you were right everybody who called you crazy before is now saying you know what league freak you were right all along Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and like the joke's on them. It's... Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, basically, the reason that I got you on is because obviously you're a clinical psychologist and I've been seeing the things that you've been tweeting. And the things that I have been talking to a lot of people about recently, they've all felt the same. There's oh. like, there's obviously the boredom aspect to yeah. it. Their sleeping patterns are out, but they're still tired no matter how much they sleep. They're yeah. eating poorly, all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. So I thought we'd get you on to talk about maybe some of the ways that we can combat that and keep ourselves healthy over the next couple of months because it seems like it's going to last a couple more months at least. Yeah, well, hopefully not too much longer, but I definitely have some tips to help keep people sane. Mm-hmm. So what's the first tip you've got? The first tip is to maintain a healthy lifestyle. So the first thing is to – because I think a lot of people have gone off the rails because they've lost their routine. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to still be able to have a set routine, even though you are home um, isolating, to, you know, for example, go to to bed at the same time and get up at the same time. Yeah, and Um, like – is it is it a good idea? Because obviously a lot of the routine people normally have, a lot of it we don't have to worry about anymore. Is it a good yeah. idea to set things like still set your alarm on the morning, still yeah. look to go to bed at the same time every night? You know, just even if you're setting a, a routine that doesn't really matter too much, but to still have that in place, try and get your sleeping patterns under control. Because I know mine are, are completely out of whack right now. Um it, when it first, when this all first started up, I started having naps during the day, and I found that ruined my sleeping patterns completely. Well, yeah, it does. If you nap during the day, you're not going to feel tired at night, mm-hmm. and so you'll be. If you're not tired at night, then you're going to stay up later and later and later. And you know, if you're going to sleep at 3 a.m. and waking up at 2 p.m., um, that doesn't matter if you don't have to do anything, but it matters for sleep quality. Mm-hmm. That you get the best sleep quality af- around midnight and afterwards. Okay. And, and, and also it helps your mood if you can see sunlight. The people who don't see enough sunlight can start feeling depressed because it doesn't um, – seeing sunlight actually releases chemicals in your brain that make you feel good. Now, that it's interesting you say that because I – wasn't getting outside early on and I felt like it was affecting me in a really weird way. And so in the last probably week and a half, I've been going outside, making sure and like just getting out there, just having a look around. I'm not really doing anything outside, but I feel like it has had an effect just getting out there and getting some sun on me. Well, it does because not only does it stimulate chemicals in your brain, but it's also good for vitamin D. 
Mm-hmm. You know, vitamin D makes you feel good. And also it gives you a less of a feeling that you're trapped in, yeah. you know, in jail or, you know, that feeling like you and you can't leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. More, oh, okay. Even if you just get outside and look outside, it's like see the trees and the sky and the birds or whatever. It's, it gives you that feeling of freedom and it's it's a lot healthier for you. Yeah, and yeah. it's funny because it – it doesn't feel like much, but it, it kind of is really important. Like all these little things don't seem to add up. Um, so what is the second thing on your list that we have to do to keep ourselves sane? The second thing on the list and the most important thing, I think, because I'm so passionate about it, is getting some exercise. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not just important to to get outside and stand there. It's also important to get outside and move. So okay. You know, it doesn't have to be strenuous exercise, although the more strenuous, the better. Um, it can be as simple as walking around the block, um, you know, going for a run. Um, because gyms are closed, so obviously you can't go to the gym. Yeah. But, you know, do body-weighted exercises such as push-ups, sit-ups, squats, just anything to get the blood flowing and that will – release endorphins and serotonin and just lift your mood mm-hmm. and help you sleep better and also burn off any stress chemicals you might have. Now, it, one of the weird things that I remember when everyone went into lockdown at first, everyone said they're going to work out, get fit. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. No one's done it. Absolutely. Well, some people have <laughs> done that it. But... One. I, I, I still run, but, yeah, no, I'm not um... – I'm not busting out any weight training exercises at the gym. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, oh, oh. I mean, I don't have a, like a home gym or anything. Look, I said I'm just going to get – I use hand weights. I was going to get my hand weights and just hulk out the whole time. I haven't <laughs> yeah. touched them. It's terrible. <laughs> um, I, think, I think because you know, what you have to acknowledge is that with all the changes, people feel quite overwhelmed and quite stressed, and the and the reaction to stress is to kind of do less because – you you your body's like I don't feel like it. I just feel like lying in bed and watching Netflix. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and it's so like I, you're almost going back to your comfort zone because yeah. you're, I mean I I think that's one of the things that ha- hasn't been acknowledged by a lot of people. There is a layer, even if you're coping really well with all this, there is a layer of stress there that is yes. on top of everything. Yeah, you know, and and yeah, it's it's really easy to want to just go to your comfort zone. And as you say, sit down, watch some Netflix and things like that. Mm. And that's fine to do, like um, as a reward. But you don't want to be doing that all day, every day. You mm-hmm. know, you don't want to be lying on the couch, stuffing Doritos down your face. Um, you know, watching Netflix for hours and hours and hours on end. Have you been watching me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, I have a camera in your <laughs> Oh, jeez. Um, Get out okay, so again, mate. Ma- make, us, make us all jealous. Tell us, like, how far you normally go for a run. Well, I'm not going to make you jealous because basically I normally just go for, um, like, a run around Centennial Park, which is beautiful, mm-hmm. um, and it's about 7Ks. So it's not like I'm running 50Ks a day or anything. And I don't even do that every day. Like, you know, and I, I also have my time periods where I binge watch Netflix and eat ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. to me, it's, to me, it's a balance. To me, it's saying to yourself, you're not going to do all 
you know, all exercise and eat healthy and or else go the opposite and just only watch Netflix and binge. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, have a bit of a balance. Yeah, it can't, every, every day can't be a boot camp for you. It just wouldn't no work. way. Yeah, just, no. because another thing is, is people think, well, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not like I'm training for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can't date. I mean, well, you can, but it's hard. Yeah. Um, I, look, I know for me personally, I I do I like to do 8Ks over the course of a year. So, I, you know, you're 7Ks. <laughs> Come on. 7Ks <laughs> today. Um, yeah, I know. I need to pick it up. <laughs> so what is the next thing that you've got on your list for us? Okay. The other thing is eating well. Mm-hmm. So when people are stressed and during this time, they want to feel comfort, and so they tend to comfort eat. Yeah. So what that looks like is, you know, chips, ice cream, chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, while – I think that's great every now and again. You just don't want to be doing it every day because it, it just affects mood. So getting enough um, fruit and veggies, lean meats, um, things that are going to boost your mood. And I guess uh, like I guess cutting down sna- on snacks all day. Like I, I felt like early on the first thing I did was I started eating a lot and then I cut it right back. And then I realized I was basically snacking all day and I started cutting that up a bit. And since I've done that, I felt way better and I've actually been losing a little bit of weight. It didn't have much weight to lose, but Mm. it's, you know, the scale's going in the right direction now, whereas early on they were not going in the right direction. Yeah, you're putting more buttons in your uh, belt. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And holes in your belt. Well, yeah, and it's not just about weight. It's also about mood. Mm -hmm. If you eat too much junk you just feel really flat and, mm. you know, um, the more vitamins and minerals you can get, the better for your mood and also for your immunity. And during this time, I feel like it's important that's what people focus on. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, so what's the next thing on your list? Uh, the next thing is um, very important. It's staying connected to family and friends. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, there's a lot of isolating going on. And if you live on your own, that can be harder than if you live, say, with flatmates or you live with your family. Or um, So it's really important that people stay connected through, you know, phone, chat, email, video calling, podcasts, <laughs> you know. All that sort of thing, yeah. Like, like that- I know personally I've it, – it just – happens to have been the case with me where I've been talking to a lot of people lately and it's a lot of it's the podcast um, mm. a lot of it's people that I've met through the podcast and things like that and there's been a lot of podcasts that we meant to a lot of people have jumped on and we've been like let's record a podcast didn't get to record a podcast but we've had like a good two three hour chat it's been great okay. um, and yeah that's one thing that I think it, it would be really easy to fall into the pattern of like you know, where you realise, oh, man, I haven't actually talked to anyone for two or three days now. And um, especially being having to stay at home for a lot of people, it, it, it could go downhill really quickly with your mood if you, if you fall into that sort of hole a little bit. Well, yeah, because um, especially like introverts don't mind. Introverts um, kind of 
enjoy their own company, but extroverts get their energy um, from connecting with others. Mm-hmm. And if they go too long without speaking to people, they get t- tend to be a bit depressed. The mm-hmm. other thing is, is that when you're um, home alone, you're only left with your own thoughts. And if those thoughts turn dark or negative, then there's nobody there to kind of talk you back out of it or sort of, um, you know, challenge your negativity or give you a different perspective. Yep, yep. Look, look, I've got a friend that I talk to about about this and I noticed from talking to them that because they weren't able to keep that busy, uh, that they kind of started going in that direction a little bit Mm. and they recognised it and then they basically had to force themselves to be busy with stuff that didn't really matter. But Mm. but that being busy kept them from sort of going around in circles in their own head to a certain extent. Well, yeah, because you need to um, distract yourself Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's why exercise is good because you can distract yourself through exercise. But it's also things like, you know, reading a book, doing a crossword, um, cooking. A lot of people have started cooking again, mm-hmm. um, gardening, like just simple things that you can do around the house. Yeah. Is there something that you've done that you've picked up that you haven't normally – yet you don't normally do that's a bit different? Well, interestingly, I've been – super busy at work so I haven't really had the time there you go (laughs) you know I've had to kind of um yeah like support my clients through this difficult period because Mm -hmm. as you can imagine you know anxious people become more anxious depressed people Mm -hmm. become more depressed um although some clients are actually doing better um oh really yeah um, some clients, I spoke to a, a lady today and she was always stressing about Centrelink contacting her for job requirements, job searching and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, oh, I feel a lot better because they're not hassling me anymore. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's good to hear. And, yeah. you know, she'd actually reduced her, um, her alcohol intake mm-hmm. and was um, keeping more in contact with with family oh that's really interesting i mean i guess you don't really think about it but i guess there are some people where you know modern day life doesn't quite suit them but something like this it's just like they thrive in it i mean i don't really know anybody that thrives in this situation at the moment i don't know anyone that's really gone off the rails too much either but Mm. i guess there are people that are like man this is great (laughs) yeah well it's a very simple life like a lot of um people enjoy the simpleness of it mm-hmm. um i think the people i think i've found though the clients that are doing the best are the ones that have still been able to work that have still have had some kind of work yeah um it's usually working from home but mm. have still been able to kind of maintain that um that's been helpful Okay. So what else have you got on your list for us? The other thing is um, to avoid binge drinking alcohol. Mm -hmm. So um, some people cope with stress by, you know, drinking a lot. And Mm -hmm. I think that, interestingly, the bottle shops are still open, but the gyms are closed. Kind of weird, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So what is the government trying to do here? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So... Yeah, I just 
um, wouldn't advise drinking alcohol every day because alcohol is a depressant and even though people have um, more time on their hands and they don't have to sort of be up early the next day so they might be tempted to, you know, drink more, it's just it's just not good for anyone. Yeah, I know that uh, when this all started, I was like, I'm going to get some, and I'm not a huge drinker. I'll drink, I, I tend to do, I tend to wipe myself out once or twice a year and that's it. Yeah, no, I'm not a big drinker. Yeah. But uh, I I was tempted to get alcohol in the house early on. I was thinking, no, no, just wait. And I've had two beers over this whole time. I haven't, nice. haven't gone. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I can, I can see where some people are probably using it as coping mechanism and, and it's, I mean, it's got to be really destructive, especially with the social isolation on top of that. Yeah, it really is because it's a depressant. So if they're binge drinking every day, they're just going to feel more depressed and, you know, they're going to have poor sleep. It, Mm. you know, destroys your liver. It actually ruins your immunity. So, you know, in the case that they do get it, Mm. I mean, if they do catch the virus, they've got chance of surviving Mm -hmm. and it's just like it just pulls people under yeah it it's weird that's the weird thing about all of this is it feels like there's lots of little things but together they 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 compound into something that can just drag a person down without Mm -hmm. them knowing you know what i mean yeah um, and some, I think some people are lucky in that they can they can feel them signs early on, whereas yeah. other people aren't so lucky, uh, and they just don't have that awareness that they're starting to fall into some really bad habits. And and that's why I wanted to get you on to talk about these sorts of things because, um, as I said, I, I've talked to a lot of people about it, and they've all sort of uh, recognised that something's going on that is not great for them their mm. health. Yeah. And it's and yeah, that's what we've been talking about amongst ourselves. So yeah, it's fantastic to have you on. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you, when I mean, obviously this lockdown is going to be lifted gradually, mm. but do you think that we're going to see people uh, having maybe some issues re readjusting to life as it used to be? Like, do you think that? Um, it's not so much going to be a case of, you know, you flick the switch and you're back to your own life, your old life again. Do you think that some people will find it difficult to readjust to things being open again? Yeah, I do. I, I think the biggest adjustment will, will be having to go back to work because um, a lot of people have been able to work from home, which is a lot of, which is a lot easier. You know, when you're working from home, you don't have to battle traffic. You don't have to um, do your hair and makeup. You... You know, you can literally roll out of bed and work in your pajamas. Um, like it's just easier. It's just yeah. easy working from home. So I think one, people will battle having to go um, into an office or out, get out of the house and and go, you know, back into that rat race of the traffic and the, you know, catching trains and buses and um, it will be quite confronting. The other thing is is that. Um, there's people that have had to change jobs, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's an adjustment. But yeah, yeah I think I do think it will happen in stages. That initially it'll be quite hard to kind of get back into the rat race. Um, 
but then, you know, over time, obviously things will get back to normal. But hopefully, you know, because two things that have come out of this that I think are really positive is that people are focusing more on family and more on their health. Mm-hmm. And I think if people can keep those two things when this passes, then then that would be a good thing. Yeah, yeah, you can just it's a good base to build off, off like going forward with all of our lives. So it's almost like you've got to restart everything. It's it's going to be kind of strange, but uh but yeah, I guess the good thing is because it's going to be in stages, uh you know, the government's going to open up things gradually. Yeah. It, there will be a, a slow adjustment rather than them saying, "All right, you can all come out now." Yeah. Well, the other thing is I think that there's a group of people that are, like, chomping at the bit to get out. I reckon the minute they open, like, restaurants and bars and clubs, that there's a percentage of the population that are going to go nuts, that they're going to, like, party like it's 1999. Yeah, is there something that you're? Is there something that you're like, man? I just cannot wait till that's back. Yes, I cannot wait for a girls' night out. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, I can't wait for the gym to open again. Okay, I'm gonna turn into like Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) (laughs) Just just gonna be absolutely jacked in about eight months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be ripped. That'd be great. Well, I'm gonna start lifting my weights, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, get, you better keep up. <laughs> yeah, you know, for me, the weird thing is, I the thing I'm looking forward to doing the most is going to the fish markets in Sydney and just. Oh, really? That's it. Yeah, like just getting having soft what? Soft shell crab. That's the thing I want to have. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like. The oysters. You know, what's that? The oysters. Uh, I'm not a big fan of oysters. Hey, like I don't mind oy- uh, oyster mornay. Yeah. And stuff like that. But yeah, I'm not, not a big fan of oysters normally, but just like fresh fish and yeah. seafood and stuff like that. I, I'm dying for that. Like, oh man. Yeah, that'd be think great. about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like it's, oh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about. All right. You're a Rabbitohs supporter. Yeah. Okay. Rabbitohs. Yeah. Now the season is going to start up apparently on the 28th of May, which is great news. Thank the Lord for that. Yeah, we're all desperate for the footy. How do you think the Rabbitohs are going to go for the rest oh, of the season? They're going to kill it. Really? I'm assuming that they've been training hard during this period. Yeah. Because they're bunnies and uh, they're competitive little bunnies. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to kill it. I mean, they've got, you know, a great coaching team. Mm. They've got Greg, they've got Sam, you know, so and they've got some new talent. So I, I feel like they're going to nail it. I'm really interested to see because I was I wasn't happy with how Latrell Mitchell was playing in those first two games, but he's gonna I mean he's got to learn the position a little bit, but and yeah. he'll get there. He's a great player, um, but I, I'll be interested to see how players and and, and for the Rabbitohs, especially him because he's getting into a position which takes so much work. You know, mm. I can't wait to see how he comes out of this break physically because I think it's going to be really interesting to see there's going to be some players who will have just gone absolutely crazy at home working yeah. out and stuff yeah, yeah. and then other ones that will have put their feet up and, and yeah. done, the, you know, done the league freak thing watched a lot of yeah. you know, Tiger King did you watch Tiger King by the way oh I love Tiger King oh. it's the best how oh. hilarious is that guy it's crazy I I've been saying to people like they're the weird thing about, like, how crazy is that show? 
there's a three-way gay marriage and it wouldn't make the top ten weirdest things you see in that show. Exactly. And did you see the funeral when he was, like, oh. talking talking about the kid's balls and his mum's sitting in the front row and I'm like, oh, my goodness. How yeah. did you do that? <laughs> so cringy. <laughs> and then he started singing. Oh, his oh. Oh, but he thinks he's so good. Yeah. And Carol Baskin, do you oh. reckon she killed her husband? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I reckon yeah. she should be in jail, not the Tiger King. Oh, man. I think they should all be in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm, I'm just, I, I just wanted to know what happened to the Tigers. I mean, have yeah. they been released? Or? Well, I, I just, assume that they did you watch that that extra episode that they put out? The which? They put out an extra, like you know, when they did the the first episode, the first like yeah. I think it was six or eight episodes. They put out one about a week ago that was a follow up with a lot of the people in it. Did you see that? No. What did it say? It was basically they were doing uh, interviews over Skype, basically with a bunch oh, of people oh, yeah. that would been in it. And it was really funny. The guy that did it was really funny. And um, they talked about how the the tiger farm that the Tiger King had was going all right and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was really good. You should watch it. It's something that uh, I didn't know how good it was going to be, but it was really funny actually hearing people talking about their experiences after the show had been put on air. Yeah, okay. Well, I hope that – because they were building that new tiger farm. Did that get built? No, I believe what happened is they put that on hold and they just concentrated on the the Tiger King's previous farm and just upgrading that and oh, stuff like okay. that. Yeah. Okay. There's I tell you another thing that you can watch too. There's a on Stan, there's yeah. a series there's a, a show with Louis Thoreau on it and he actually goes to uh talk to that Tiger King guy and it was done years ago and oh. he seems a bit more calm, hey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like Louis Thoreau's um, programs. Yeah, so do I. But I think, uh, interestingly, you know, the ti- they said the Tiger King was a meth user, so clearly his use got worse and worse and worse as time went on, and I think that's why he became a bit more sort of crazy and manic. Yeah, it's it did seem that way. And like when I was... his husband lost his teeth. <laughs> yeah, he lost all his teeth. I oh, um... so bad, as if he doesn't have enough money to, like, fix his tooth. Uh, you know what? Uh, I should. Uh, okay, I'll tell you. So in the follow-up in this last episode, they talk yeah. to that dude, and he's got yeah. new teeth, right? Ah, awesome. Teeth look great. And they say to him, like, "Why were you always without a t-shirt?" And he was like, "Well, I just got new tattoos, so I thought I might as well show them off." Show it off. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Oh man! So yeah, so yeah, a new episode of Tiger King. That's something to watch while you're eating yeah, your ribs tonight, thanks hey? That, yeah, thanks for that tip. <laughs> All right. So, uh, where can we find you? And you've got uh, you've actually got a website and you've got a fitness video as well. I do. For all those people who need some uh, training tips for their at-home workouts, I have a weight training DVD. Mm-hmm called Weight Training, Getting the Body You Want. Um, they can buy that off eBay. Just do a search of Annie Clark Fitness. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and my website is annieclark.com.au. I have a practice in um, Randwick. So people can um, book in if they have a referral. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm happy to take new clients, although it might be a while before I can book them in because I'm quite busy. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm happy for people to email me as well, anniefitness at hotmail.com. Mm-hmm. If they have any questions um, that they want answered. And also, um, just for people who um, need, need like, immediate support, um, mm. a reminder that they can call Lifeline yep. on 13 11 14. And also Beyond Blue has um, a coronavirus mental well-being support service, mm-hmm. which is 1-800-512-348. Awesome. And you've also, you're also on Twitter as well. See, uh... I am, Annie Fitness. Yeah, I, I'm I'm more, I'm less of a psychologist and more of a comedian on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we, for people that don't know me and Annie have been following each other for man, it's been years and years now on yeah. on Twitter. And yeah, like your Twitter feed is is a lot of fun. So um, yeah, it's yeah, a bit different on Twitter. Your, yeah, yeah, I, I I love your um sense of humour. So thank you for keeping me entertained over all these years. <laughs> oh no worries, it's uh I'm just glad you haven't blocked me yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll never block you, Link Freak. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty great. hard to offend. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Why would I be offensive? What are you talking about? Well, I don't know. That's the only reason I block you. <laughs> All right. Well, look, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I was I was really happy when you said you'd come on and talk about this. It's something that is a little bit different for for our listeners because it's it's not really related to rugby league at all. But it was something that I thought would be pretty cool to add to the podcast, and and it's maybe something people can have a think about in their own lives and how they can maybe just lift themselves up a little bit while we're all going through this because we're all kind of I know we're all separated, but we all are going through a, a similar situation. So thank you so much for giving us some some things to think about you're very welcome thank you for having me on and thank you to everyone for listening um we'll be out with new podcasts in the next couple of days so we'll talk to you soon ciao